Bailey and Harper returning. Episode 56. Your boys is back. What's going on, buddy? I'm doing good, Kyle. How are you, boss? Excellent. Kind of. Episode 56. Episode 56. Greatest to ever wear 56. I, I, I've told you already. I think I know where you're going. Who is it? There's only one way to go. Who? Lawrence Taylor. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought. Okay. That's what I thought. I mean, I remember another great linebacker named Daryl Talley. And I've played with others like Hart. Well, I've seen others play. Hardy Nickerson comes to mind. Uh, yeah. Some other great number. 56 is an easy number. So to when be I great. knew where you were going to go, I was trying to find some alternatives. And I didn't, I, I didn't even look that up. But you, you started. You always like to try and see if you can find an alternative. Well, no, because I, like, I'm guessing where you're going. What do you, <laughs> anyway, first of all, I was going to give you kudos because I saw Hardy Nickerson. There is no way I would have been able to tell you what number Hardy Nickerson wore. I knew that. I know you did. So, so I was going <laughs> to compliment you on knowing that off the top of your head. That was kind of ridiculous that you just pulled Hardy Nickerson out of your ass. That's funny as hell. He's oh, great. Man. So we're back. I'll throw in uh, Southside, White Sox, lefty for most of his career. Mark Burley. Remember Mark Burley? Yeah, I do. The lefty, 56? Yes. He's good. Very, I don't remember very, he was 56, but. Very, very good. 43 years old now. We're getting old as shit. But, yeah, 43 <laughs> years old. He uh, spent the first, I think, dozen years of his career with the White Sox. Uh, through a perfect game. Back in like 2008, maybe nine, something like that. Uh, Mark Burley was a stud. I mean, he was. I'm all, I've always, you know, you know me. I'm a Dodgers fan. I, I root You're for the Braves. You're a Braves fan. What do you mean? I'm both. <laughs> I don't run from that. I'm both. Remember that song? When, when, you're, when you're a Braves fan for as long as I have, you must learn to love other teams. Because well, they went dormant for a while. How can you say that, though, the year after winning a World Series? How can you say that? Because, I mean... Because they're bad right now? Because they're really bad right now. Well, you knew that was going to happen. Acuna's still out. And also, He's we let back go. now, though. Yeah, Freddie Freeman. I mean, he was in AAA for a while. I mean, is he really back back? Okay. That, that, okay. You know what? All I'll right. grant you that. Freddie but, Freeman, uh, you know, the first time you, he comes back, he hits a home run, first pitch. It was just surreal. Uh, it was great. Um, all right. So, I, But anyways, I, I don't want to talk about well, it. What do you want to talk about? Well, I, you came in here with some piss and vinegar, ready to talk about a couple things. Oh, yeah, and, but that was unrelated. We can't talk about that thing on the air or on oh. the podcast anyway. So what do you want to talk about? Oh, I'd like to talk about the NFL draft. What okay. were the most, the biggest takeaways from you that oh. just happened? Um, also, a little bit of NBA playoffs, too. I mean, I love the NBA playoffs. I, I know a lot of people don't like the NBA, Kyle. And I understand that. Like, I love the NCAA tournament. But you know what I love more? Well, not more than, but just as much is the freaking NBA playoffs. I love watching NBA basketball when it comes to playoff time because the players care. And every game is – well, not every game is tough, but it, most series are good. Yeah. No, I mean, it's uh, the ratings are up. Not that that's the be-all, end-all, but uh, product's been good. Um, Memphis is playing great. Golden State is amazing. John Morant's just, I mean, yes, all that. John Morant's so good. Well, and, But I think right now, like in sports, just generally speaking, everything seems to be kind of, most things seem to be kind of really surging, right? World's back to, like for real, the world's back to normal right now. Like yeah, we, like we I'm going everywhere that. and now nobody's wearing a mask. Right, so we flirted with that last summer, remember? Yeah, we did. It, we, we did. We did a podcast that day and I was like, man, I'm done with this shit. <laughs> Like, You're you like, know, I got vaccinated. I got vaccinated. I wore a mask. I'm apart. It's, it's summer now. Like, boom, I'm ready to go. Then I ended up getting COVID like seven months later. And I was fine. But, you know, it, it was what it was. So, you know, all that happened. But now it's for real, right? So NASCAR's numbers are huge. Everybody's going to races right now. Really? Oh, yeah. For the last five races, they've said, like, they've had the best attendance they've had in five or more years. There um, we go. Everybody's showing up, man. Why, why do you think that is? Why do they believe that? Well, I, well, I think it's just, again, it's a product in large part of people getting back out. 
Um, yep. NASCAR, to its credit, has done a lot of evolving over the past couple of years. Yep. Right? They've tried to, right? They, they were going down Michael in the opposite Jordan. direction, right? Yeah. Michael Jordan, Pitbull, Floyd Mayweather. like all These, these dudes are part of NASCAR now. They're part of it, for real. Mm-hmm. And so that starts to bring in a new audience. That does. And then on top of that, they've taken some chances. They've raced on dirt at Bristol. Uh, they raced did you the, see what they did in Miami? What yeah. they're doing in Miami? L.A. Coliseum. Did you see that? The, uh, the clash right before the season. That, thing, that race drew like 5 million viewers, I think. So, I mean, it's... Uh, they built a track in, in Miami. They just built a track. So, that's what they did in the college. They literally <laughs> built a racetrack at the L.A. Coliseum. There have been Super Bowls and yeah. uh, everything. They're like Olympic events. I was floored when I saw that. So, they're taking more chances. And yeah. like, that's the cool part of it is that, you know, the, the old, old school They want to see great fans, guys drive. Well, I mean, the old, old school NASCAR fans are going to hate it. A lot of them are, right? <laughs> but what, what were they supposed to do? Old like, people hate everything. But, like, they were – that's true. But were they, <laughs> was NASCAR supposed to just sit there and watch everybody leave? Like, were they, just, were they supposed to sit there and watch the sport die or maybe just <laughs> evolve and change a little bit and try to open up the tent and bring a few more people in? <laughs> so, you know, I'm not going to give them, like, gold star A-plus on everything just yet, but I do think they've done a lot of good work. They've got fresh faces in there and uh, a lot of young drivers. So, yeah. you know, it's, but, again, it's sports – all of sports wide, there's a lot of things going on. Like last week, <laughs> last week was uh, a week for yours truly, as yeah, we've discussed. We, we, uh, but there was a bit. <laughs> it, was, it was really fucking stupid. Uh, but there was a lot going on. So uh, there, there was no shortage of things to talk about. I guess except for in Boston, where let's just get this the fuck out of the way because I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this because it was stupid. Um, three years ago. The funny part is the genesis of this entire podcast is you and I going to a hockey game in Raleigh and doing, doing a live broadcast. Great time. Becoming buddies. Like, that's the, the literal genesis of this podcast. And so – And shout out to Carolina Hurricanes. Hurricanes smoked the Bruins last night. Smoked but them. I'm not going to pretend that I'm watching right now. But sorry, right. I watched – As watched you it. know, and I will if I can, but as you know, a lot of things happen in the, uh, the, the household here. That's all right. So, you know, I'm, I'm not going to feign knowledge this year. I haven't been able to watch as much. Rooting for them, but – uh, three years ago, remember that little tiny stupid thing between us and Boston on the radio? I don't know if you do or not, but uh, two guys in the morning in Boston, 98.5 The Sports Hub, they hung up on Chip Alexander of the Raleigh News and Observer, covers hurricanes. And the guy who hung up on him, one half of Toucher and Rich, Toucher said because he didn't want to hear a guy with a southern accent talk hockey. That's why he did it. First of all, the man got up early in the morning, gave you his time for free to call into your radio show to preview that Canes and Bruins series, and you both wasted his time and insulted him. But on the way the, out. On the way out. Uh, yeah. After, on like, the way out. After like a couple minutes, right? Oh, yeah. That's their shtick, though. That's what they do. They're like many Howard Stearns in Boston, which is ah. the, the nastiest sports radio market in America. It's well known for that. We all know it. it is his what last it is. name is Toucher? Yes. That's weird. Yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, one would say that potentially. Um, but I'm going to make this short and sweet because I refuse to give these jackasses any time on the air. At I love it. What, what's the fucking point? Like, I'm blown away that their listeners want to hear about this shit. They brought it up three years later, right? It's over. And so they're like playing back clips of me three years ago. By the way, Canes don't even play here in Charlotte. That's two hours east in Raleigh. Boys, you fucking missed it again. But, you know, I ripped them on my show for being jackasses and, and uh, hanging up on Chip Alexander. Well, you know, they want to turn it into a feud. I don't. I certainly don't know why it came back up three fucking years later, but it has because I woke up last Wednesday and my Twitter mentions are blowing up. 
And I got like this tiny little faction of like their nation of incels within their listening audience that are doing their bidding and tweeting at me like, oh, fight, they're minions. Fight Fred Dutcher, fight Fred. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Why is it 730 in the morning and I'm getting notifications about something that happened three years ago? Well, because, you know, they, I guess it occurred to them that the Canes and Bruins might play in the playoffs. Which they are. Which they are. And rather than actually previewing the series, they, they <laughs> wanted to bring this back up with the wrong market. So anyway, three years later, they're doing it again. Whatever. I think it's dumb. Thank you for the followers, by the way, on Twitter. Yeah. I guess I owe you some money for that. I don't know. Um, but then he gave me like 100 followers, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And so I caught just enough of it to realize, A, they brought it back up. And B, that they decided to, uh, to cook up some story about me being a cuck who likes to watch my wife with other men. Now, setting aside the fact that that's just lacking all common decency, and I know they do, different, they do things differently up north than we do down south, but like, that's, to me, just beyond the pale of decency. No, at that point. I would never imagine in a thousand years talking about another man's wife like that on the air. I know they're shitting on me, right. but she didn't need to be brought into the equation. She's, first of all, not that they know this, yes. but this is why you don't do this shit. She's six, months, you pregnant. Don't. She's six months pregnant, mm -hmm. and her mother mm -hmm. has Alzheimer's and is deteriorating rapidly. And I don't say that as a fucking sob story. I say it's why you don't pick on people in the fuck who are, live private lives. Yes. I'm a public figure. Shit on me all you want to. Leave her out of it, right? But they are making a sport out of it. So long story short, I'm pissed. I call up there. And the funniest part is they've got that little tiny nation of incels within their, uh, their, their listening audience now giving me shit because they talked about me for three days straight up there. Three days straight. In the middle of the NFL draft, the NBA playoffs, which the Celtics are in, uh, the Bruins and Canes. <laughs> and they're really good. This is their angle on Bruins and Canes. It's a great angle. And, you know, the Red Sox, I know it's early in the season, but they do kind of like the Red Sox up there. But, no, I'm the topic for three days straight, and I assume again today. So I, I don't know. I, I'm not confirming that, or I, I just don't know. So I don't get it. And I don't know why their listeners want to hear that shit. I, I can't imagine who because, really wants to hear because about Because everybody wants to hear about the bad guy, Kyle. I, I guess so, right? And so, so anyway, they're trying to paint this picture of you of who you I don't even... First of all, you should never go there with somebody's spouse. Why like, would you do that? That's not cool, number one. All right? Now, and especially with no... There's no truth to it. There's no... Like, it'd be different if we're, all right, Here's man. Here's their answer to that. It's just jokes. It's a comedy show. It's just jokes. Okay. We don't do that. You saw Most what Will, you saw what, don't do that. You saw what Will did? Yeah. Will yeah. Smith? I mean, like. And that, that's in part why this is not playing out publicly. Like, I'm not doing this on the air with these dumbasses. Good. They're in the wrong market, and my listeners don't want to hear about this shit. So We don't talk hockey. We barely talk hockey. Well, we I, talk I, I apologize. I brought it up, Kyle. No, I just I just wanted you to. Get that off your chest and allow you to share that. This is the only place on our little this. small audience. Just because. One more thing. Hold on. So they're 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 talking about how oh he called his boss eleven times. Now, I'm pretty sure it was like fifteen. Like I mean, they're, they're giving me a hard time. Like he called his boss. I think I might have called him like fifteen or sixteen <laughs> times. And then when he was too chicken shit to pick up, you know, I, I just I sent two. And I can show you. I've got receipts on this, right? Yeah. I can show you exactly what I sent him. And I told him, let it fly. I genuinely don't care. Shit on me all you want to. I don't know why you're doing this, but by all means, go right ahead. If anybody up there has any decency, though, let's not go wives and family. Let, let's leave them out of this shit. And so the next day, they, I guess they come on, and uh, one of them apparently says that he, there's one thing they can't talk about anymore, and he's pissed about it. But then they keep getting, going in on me, which, fine, cool. That's, that's the only part. I don't care about the rest of this. They're mad about that. They're mad that I won't play ball. 
I don't care about these people. They, <laughs> I, that's their shtick. They got what they got. I'm good. And like, it's the whole fight. Most me people thing would now. call it. So it's the whole fight the, me thing. The, now. the biggest thing now. Yeah. It's when we tell you another situation, oh it's kind of like this right going on right now, Kyle, hmm. is this whole Pete Davidson. Kanye West situation. Oh, I actually have seen this. <laughs> I saw the text. You caught me on a good day. I actually saw some pop culture shit. This, Kyle, is another situation that may be similar to yours. Where I don't it's think like, so in any way, shape, or form. We don't share a baby mama. Correct. Let me finish. Let me draw the comparison. <laughs> Let me draw the comparison. All right? In the fact text, of, by the way. It was a good, good in series the of text from Pete Davidson. In the fact of when you have somebody that's trying to get under your skin or somebody trying to do something, and when they see things aren't working, now they're just going to do more. And then when they actually get a row out of you, they may not stop. So you're doing a good job by not, you know, continue to progress this with this whole beef with these people up here in, in uh, Boston. Appreciate now, it. the Kanye P. Davidson thing. Now, I don't know. I talked to my friends the other yesterday about this because – if you're no longer with this girl, she has your children. I'm trying not to call her baby mom. So, well, okay, fair enough. But you're like into this, right? Like, all right, I, I, I just, I've been looking a little bit more. Have you? Just a little. Kyle. Okay, talk to me. Because I read uh, some texts. And I'm so intrigued. the text, like when he sent them to Kanye about him and Kim in the bed. That's the one you're talking about? That's the one, yeah. All right. So I was like, wow, Pete Davidson's really taking the high road here. <laughs> Pete Davidson's on like the highest of Michelle Obama would be proud of this dude right here. Well, would he? I don't know. Would That's she? what I thought then. Well, am I wrong? I mean, I look, I, and look, I don't know. How would you feel, Kyle, if, and look, and I, maybe I was wrong because I took it the wrong way and I'm cool with that. I was like, if another dude all of a sudden start tattooing my kids' names and stuff or wait, faces what? on him, on, then like, how would you out. feel? Hold on, wait, what are you saying now? <laughs> what happened? What happened? So supposedly, and this is majority, it's not 100% confirmed, but he does have initials on his neck of a K and then which could stand for Kim. Okay. And then the following letters are like N for North uh, and his other I'm, children's I'm rapidly names. Googling this right now. And, uh, and it, it's on his, supposedly on his... Uh, Why would you do that? So, <laughs> this is but then, you're changing my mind. It's like, what, but what is happening? If I'm Kanye, how would, if, if that was my kids, I said I would be kind of... You know, but my boys are like, well, what's it going to change? Like, it's not like it's going to make you any less of a father or does that mean anything? No. I said, I understand all you guys are saying that and I should probably feel that way too. Like, it shouldn't bother Kanye, right? It shouldn't because that's his body. You can't tell him what he can't. And he already has plenty of tattoos. So, like, you can't control him that much. But, and like I told my boys, I was like, but this motherfucker still need to hear how I feel. Oh, dude. You know what I'm saying? See, this, this has changed my outlook <laughs> on this story a little bit here now. Um, I'm, I, I do feel some kind of way about that. Yes. I would feel a little bit a type of a way. I, and not, I understand I can't tell that person what to do. Right. I, that's fine. And it's not going to change the situation. That's fine, too. I'm not going to get him to be able to remove a tattoo. Okay. But, 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 <laughs> there is a but. Absolutely. I feel like I just want to get this off those my, my chest. Those are my kids. <laughs> those are my kids. The only dude tattooing my, the kids' initials on themselves is this guy right here, man. I don't even have tattoos, Kyle. Maybe that's why I would feel even more of a way. Yeah, why don't you have tattoos? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense that you don't have tattoos. It, it, 
You're correct. I, I'm definitely outside of, a out, I'm in the outlier form when it comes to that. Yes. I, I've never even asked, but yeah, no, like we're kind of all over the place. Come back to that. But like the Pete Davidson thing, absolutely. That's, that's weird, man. Like you can absolutely love the hell out of your, your stepkids or they are stepkids, right? Yeah. But like, nah. not even yet. They're no. not married. Oh, they're not married. No. Even stranger. That's, um, and I'm not saying you have to be married to love somebody, but man, that is, w- nah, man. Like that changes the way I kind of look at Pete Davidson. A See, bit. there it is. That's why when you said I was, I was like, are you really? And I'm not saying it can't even be with, with good intentions. Yeah. But short of me being able to know that a thousand percent, no, that, that makes me uncomfortable for <laughs> Kanye West. And I do not care for Kanye West. <laughs> As an artist, he's great, but. There's your pop culture catch wow. up. That's, yeah, you just turned me on that story in a heartbeat. <laughs> in a heartbeat. So anyway, to, to wrap up the dumbest part of that last story, they, they go on the air and they start crying about me trying to get them fired. I've got receipts. Didn't try to get them fired. I was like, you didn't try and get them fired. You're just like, bro, no, just no, no, don't no. keep told my... Told stop being scumbags. That's what I yeah, told them. That's keep all. my wife's name out your mouth, and keep my, To quote the great Will Smith, keep my wife's fucking name <laughs> out your mouth. Keep my wife's name <laughs> out your fucking mouth yep that's all that need to be said right there so uh yeah we're not we're not doing this like children on the air we'll we'll figure it out eventually on to the draft you asked me what i thought of the draft i did i think the draft has become a little bit too circusy a little okay. bit too much of a of a of a carnival right um, mm-hmm. like i don't get me wrong i like having a good time good stories and stuff like that but i don't know is it what do you think? I was just I was reading a kind of critical piece about it the other day, and it made some good points about how the draft is maybe trying to be a little bit more than it actually is. And people love it. People love it. We watch it. Don't get me wrong. I think, Kyle, I thought Vegas tried to do it good, but, like, it looked t- – like, for me, it looked very unentertaining. I was literally looking at the people at the draft like – Yeah. This is like – if I could do 30 things in Vegas, this would be – Probably number 25, you know? <laughs> Stand out here. Now it's like to, the next episode six, is one through 24. Right? <laughs> you know, it's 60 something degrees. Nobody looked like they were drinking too much. Nobody looked just wasted. Versus, like, they didn't look like, I mean, you could be having a lot more fun in Vegas than right here at this moment. I think For people me, just forgot how to socialize? <clears throat> I don't think so. Nashville was freaking awesome. Nashville was what they were trying to recreate, having it on that stage look, the way it was rolling down. What street is that in Nashville? Broadway? Broad Street, yeah. Broad Street, yep. right there where people could just duck in and out, getting drinks, having a really good time. I, I think they're trying to recreate that because they struck gold with that one. If not, man, <laughs> just do it in Nashville every year, bro. Make it a spot. Nashville was a party. Make it a spot. Oh, yeah, like I, That's what I came away thinking. And look, Roger Goodell, I mean – they people love to boo him. He like he thinks it's so cool because that's the only time anybody gives him attention is when he gets booed on <laughs> during the draft. <laughs> so he just soaks it up, and I and, it, and it's funny because every time I see all those players hugging him and loving on him, he loves that stuff. But at the end of the day, I tell every single one of those players that's probably the last time you're gonna hug that dude. <laughs> the last and only time. Yeah, because from here on out, you're gonna be like, I don't even like that guy. Th- that's what's going to happen. <laughs> but, hey, whatever, you know? I'm, try- I'm, I'm actually looking on YouTube right now to see if – trying to find – is there a video of, of your selection on draft night? 
Probably not, no. Okay. There was none of that. I was at the house by myself. That was for YouTube, like, blew up like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. No, I just meant in general. Like, I, I, I'm sure there is a No, Don't get me I wrong, mean, it was... The, I was as individual teams, I loved what some teams did in the first round. You did. I, I Hold on, stop right there for a second, though, because I, I agree. Go back to Nashville. Because in some ways, living in Charlotte, it's not that I look at Nashville as like a, a rival city. I think that's weird. But like, but both have boomed since oh, the same time. Like They've both like, hit a huge economic You're talking boom about two cities together. where just cranes everywhere, construction yeah. everywhere. Nashville right? more, I think more. Oh, I think it's... But I think Nashville's downtown area is bigger. It is. You see what I'm saying? So, so that's that's. The so difference. you have more to boom on. That's the difference. Right? I, I I that's what I believe so it to be. It's not that I don't think there are things to do outside of like the greater Nashville area because there there are. But like Charlotte, uptown is is cool, right? I, we live in the general vicinity, but like there are also a lot of things around, like in the 485 loop, right? The, the yeah. greater Charlotte region. Oh my gosh! To do. Yes. And I, I know some of those things exist in the Nashville spot too, but like I think there's more of that here. So I think they're just like the inverse of each other, yeah. right? Nashville has the better downtown. There's maybe more going on in the. In the well, they have uh, they have a university there too. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I mean, you, so, got Vanderbilt, you got Belmont. Yeah. Uh, my my cousin's in in school there right now. So I mean, like, yeah, dude, it's or Lipscomb. Yeah, look, there's a lot going on out there. Yeah. It's a cool city, and I'm with you. It's not that I don't. I think they should keep it in Nashville full time, and I don't have a problem with Vegas. It just, you're right. The draft itself is not like inherently uh, compelling. You're reading names off a list, right? Yeah. So you're, you're bringing in guest speakers. You're doing concerts. You're doing the Blue Man Group. You're doing all this. And then you got to pull Ed Mar Marinaro's old ass off the stage. Did you see this? That he was goes, hilarious. Dude, man. And like, hilarious. The lady in the pink, pink suit. You got to get off. Yeah, you got to read. You got to go. You got to go. You got to go. You're, you're taking too long. That's awkward as hell. It is funny. I'm with you. It on was that. hilarious. It's I love it. Funny, but it's like you if you have to create that many things to do. What you're and event. it was good to have some young fans scream out the the draft picks. Those were kind of cool. The thing I didn't understand is when they would have like Cam New Cam Jordan walked up there, announced the first round pick, but like who's the dude on the stage with him? They did that a couple times. Yeah, there's a lot of that. I was like, who's the dude? They didn't even announce who it was. They didn't put his name up there. Like, if you're going to do it. Who's this random guy? Go college game day style. Get the biggest <laughs> celebrities that you can find, right? And, and see, I loved it. What's the guy from Bu the, the big fan, the Buffalo guy that's on NFL Network? I forget his name. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? He's, oh, my gosh. No, I can't think of his name. It's, oh, it's going to totally, it's going to totally blow my mind. And I don't have my phone on me right I'll, now. I'll find it. But anyways, announce the pick. Ate a piece of chicken. Like, I want that type of entertainment. Like, that's the type of things. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with the Dallas Cowboys fans getting up there talking trash to other fans in the room. Those other things I actually enjoy when they're actually doing that part of the draft. But I thought some of the first rounds were entertaining. I actually enjoyed it. was different. I, I walked away thinking, like, some different things. All I could uh, think about the, was Marlon Humphreys. Why? Because – I think it was the day of or the day after Malik. I think it was Malik Willis's uh, pro day at Liberty. And I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said, why do we freak out every year at a quarterback's pro day? They're not wearing shoulder pads and helmet. They're wearing shorts and a T-shirt. It's scripted plays. They're throwing against air. Like, what, 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 why do people freak out? They should look good in, in these situations, right? Mm -hmm. And then we get to draft night on Thursday. And for weeks and weeks and weeks, ever since the, the senior bowl in Mobile, um, all, all you were hearing was, hey, Malik Willis made himself a lot of money, or Kenny Pickett and Malik Willis could go top 10. Or all. It's like, no, 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 bro. They, they People just kept to, pushing them up. And 
like quarterbacks well, always go higher than they oh, get pushed except up. Except this year, right? Yes. And so it, the the everybody fell in love with these guys, except NFL GMs. But they didn't fall in love with these guys. And so we're here in Charlotte, and I got people saying, "Oh, you got to take Malik Willis sixth. And I'm like, "Listen, respectfully, he seems like a great kid." And, and a super athlete. Hopefully he has a lot of success in the NFL. You were telling me for months, Kyle, please just draft the offensive like Just line. take a left tackle. That's please. The, because this is not the year to go reaching for a quarterback. And so they're like, got to take him sixth. Bro, he went 86th, right? And there's no shame in that. You're, you're one of the top 100 players in the country in that draft class. But it's like, man, they were trying to tell you all along, eh, we don't like these quarterbacks very much. So that's what the draft reflected. You had to do go 20th. Uh, only the second time that's happened outside the top 10 in like 21 years. And then not another one went until 74th. So wasn't a good year to take a quarterback, although I do think Carolina might have gotten a good one. Um, time's going to have to tell, but like Matt Corral has some real ability. So I'm curious to see if he turns in anything. Man, I love Matt watching Matt Corral in college. You know, I watched every play of his last year covering the SEC and the year before that. So it's a couple of things I like. Number one, in throughout his college career, he wanted to improve in certain areas. And he improved in those areas as his college career progressed, all right? He wanted to turn the ball over less. And guess what? He did that his senior year. Now, he had to run the ball a lot more because he had some injuries from the wide receiver position and the running back. So, I'd like him to run a lot less. Like, oh, I don't, a lot less. I don't want you to prove you're a tough guy because he's not a big guy. It's like, what, you know? six feet tall, 200 pounds? Yeah. Like, he's not that don't big. That. He may weigh, like, 210, maybe, 208. Yeah. But he's, he's not that big. And so – not to be trying to duck your head and duck your shoulder on an NFL linebacker. You will get hurt. Don't do that. Because <laughs> that's what he did in college sometimes, Kyle, being tough. Well, that's what people are telling Sam Howell, too. Don't do that as much. Don't do that. Don't do Please. As much as that. We're fine. We need you to get the next third down, okay? Not this one. So, so, you know, that was one thing. But he's very accurate. He throws with great anticipation, which means that, all right, in, in, in the NFL, you have first window, second window throws, especially like a slant route. Boom. First window, as soon as he comes off from the corner, as soon as he looks inside, boom, he hits him with the ball. That's the first window, all right? Second window is out inside of the outside linebacker running to the flat to a zone coverage because he's taking away that first look, right, off the quarterback's look. He takes it away, boom. Then once you get to the opposite side of the other ear hole, that ball's got to spit out before it gets to the inside linebacker or safety coming to the next zone. Right, that second, that second window. He does a good job of throwing to that second window, understanding if he sees the outside guy, boom, he knows how to get the eyes, move that linebacker, hit the second window. So he throws with great anticipation. He's done that in downfield throws, second-level throws. He does a really good job of that. Now the point where he needs to improve that NFL scouts did not love was his downfield accuracy. Yeah. And also the offense that he ran – He's going to have to learn completely. He's got to learn how to do quarterback and all over again. It's not. <laughs> he has to learn everything over again. Yep. So he's not a day one, like, come in, plug and play. This dude, because some of these young quarterbacks, they have the arm strength and, and some pop and some other things. And, the, and they've been in these systems or have learned how to read certain things down coverages. Or not. Or not. Yeah. And so, th but when you have all those attributes that say, okay, well, he can still learn here and pick it up. I'm not saying that Matt Corral can't, but it's just one more thing on his plate. That's why he failed, I, I believe so. Um, those are my knocks on him. I thought he would still go in the second round just because quarterbacks, that's what they do. But they didn't. And, and it, was other, it was other better players 
They were better players in other positions as well this draft. Defense heavy. You saw Georgia get five first-rounders on the, off of their defense. So. Well, to your point, look at a guy like Kyle Allen, right? Kyle Allen was the number one quarterback recruit in the nation. Big guy. Just to me, was he 6'3", six, 6'4", six, right? Strong yeah. arm. Can run. Yeah, but he's a – you know, oh, not not. Uh, no, no, I'm talking about just Kyle like Allen, former yeah. Panther, Washington. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Like, but you're just talking about guys who have skills, who have traits. But a lot of guys have that, and it doesn't translate to the NFL, right? Can you command? Can you master and command an offense, and then that's can it. you command a huddle on top of it, right? And so that's the question for all these guys. But I think Matt Corral is he's got a chance. And to your point, like in some ways, it's actually kind of a good thing because he gets to just start from scratch. Yep. Like this is something. And there's no pressure. I, I hate that Carolina's going to try and put pressure on him, but look. The worst case scenario is he's who the Panthers a uh, Will Greer, all yeah. right. Best case scenario, Russell Wilson. Okay, right. Well, I mean, that's, it, it's a lot in between there, but just be patient and hopefully you get the brighter side of it. And here's the thing: like you, uh, you overhauled the offensive line, right? Yes, and you so, got you got to me. I thought Icky was the best tackle in this draft. Beast. I, I love that pick. They're going to be able to run the ball. Yes. Now you got to keep your horse freaking healthy. He has to be healthy. If they want to be successful this year, yep. Christian McCaffrey must be healthy. Well, Deontay Foreman helps, I think. Uh, Foreman was backing up Derrick Henry last mm -hmm. year. I know he is. So, well, I know, but I'm saying like he just didn't get as much. He, he's a great story, too, and I've talked about this because he's, he's motivated. He's hungry. He almost bounced out of the NFL for good. Yeah. He came in with a lot of hype and accolade. I mean, he was a stud at Texas, yeah, right? he was. But like he didn't – and this is by his own accounting – didn't really have the best work ethic, the best attitude, and – nearly found himself out of a job. And so he's fought his way back. He lost weight. And he, when he got in last year, he ran the ball well. So he's tough. And I, I think he's going to help out short yardage and tough yards and things like that to maybe keep some miles off Christian. Because you're right, you got to keep that dude healthy. And, I, man, if Sam can just not kill him, you would probably win a few more games. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I'm not going to set can't, the You can't get Sam, Sam hit a lot because once he gets hit, bro, he's done. That's yeah. like the, what I would tell my defense is like, bro, once we hit him, he's going to throw us the ball. <laughs> or he's going to give it to us. Well, we need to get him, right? And I want, to, I want him, and if we don't hit him, I need to see a ball knocked down or just flashing in front of his face. Because one hit early for him counts too late, you know? Like, you hit him, and it, next time you hit him in the third quarter, that's going to be like two hits on him because that's the type of effect it has on him long term. And that includes game to game as well. So – he has to improve everybody around them. And look, the Panthers had a you know respectable draft and a good draft. And I don't go off of draft grades mostly. It's mostly I just like feeling because every you can't tell they're gonna all play its way out. And uh, you get an A grade today in the class. You like one guy is good. You know, so all that stuff happens year to year. But it's just always interesting and fun to see the draft. I love it. I'm, I'm right there with you. Now, look, this is another short one. We're, this is kind of habit. We're get, I like this I know. because we get it out. We kind of, I'm not saying we won't do long episodes. I appreciate what my we, Saints did in the first I'm round, saying, too. I, eh, I we, like the live. Don't, don't, don't drag. you got to go. You're, you're the, you're time, right. you're the you're time, right. time constraint here. Don't you drag me in Yeah, I know, I know. I've I'm already been saying. in one beef in the last week. I don't need two now. Fight me. Oh, fight um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that guy wants me to fight him. How ridiculous. Look at him. <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll do it. We'll talk to you next time. That was unnecessary. We'll do it again soon. I'll talk to you next time, buddy. All right, Kyle. Roman Harper, Kyle Bailey. Thank you Be nice to each other.